what it is. How y'all living? What's up? It is what it is. Yeah, y'all got a light. You know it. I got a light. Not. Yeah, because you already know what it is, baby, baby. We are back with your weekly episodic podcast. Hypothetically Burn speaking. Damn, this is your sign. <laughs> Burn shit up my dog. As always, I am the toxic as fuck virginal Rayhan on Tiz. To my left, as always, he is the kicking, kicking, gifted one, capital G, the last son. Yeah, yeah. To his left, as always, he is Mr. Sweet Daddy, aka Kurt, aka L. You too nasty, aka it's too nasty. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, no side pieces. Well, it's merely a side piece. No, that's just sister. See, last time, we she had got us food. Yeah, this time she got us food again. Yeah, we said she was an honorary member of the podcast. Oh, honorary member. Okay, not side piece. She's so fast. Okay, yeah. So our honorary member. Yeah, yeah. You got doubling back, doubling down. Actually, by the time this airs, it'll be back to back episodes with her. Yeah, with with million dollar meals. What's up? Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. <laughs> Yo. Wow. We are back. Wow. Full of You know. Uh, well, first of all, we hope everybody out there in podcast land is safe and sound after, you know, Ian decided to make it hurricane on you. Uh, as Chris Brown would say. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, hope y'all all safe, sound, and dry. Um, that being said, Mr. Chemist, let the people out there in podcast land know what we are smoking on today. Today we are smoking on Grandma's Cookies. Mm, Grandma's Cookies, dropped yeah. off by Santa Claus. Yes. I just seen my grandma too. Grandma. Don't nobody care. Shut okay, up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, I was just, I was just divulging to the audience. No. <laughs> I ain't seen my grandma. Huh? How? Sway? You, you can bring food back. Mm-hmm. Selfish. Uh-huh. Good. No, see what happened was, right? Nah, nah, I'm going to tell you what happened, Mills. See, me and Brio, shout out Brio, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we went over to Grandma's, and she was like, oh, I was going to make this for myself, but I'm make me this. But I'm going to put this together with y'all. You know, grandma, she started pulling food out the wazoo. Right. I was like, where did you get these collard greens from? What is going on? What? I thought you said you'd be making a pot of rice. That's all you said you were making. <laughs> That's all she needed to make. <laughs> what? Right? Everything, Everything else, else was already made. What? Grandma's a magician. Mm. Well, hello there. All right, well. She's still a grandma. They don't have those no more. So bad for my nephew. But anyway. <laughs> Shout out to Lou. Alright, well, you know, we got the munchies. I'm currently chomping on some pizza provided by Million Dollar Meals. Million Dollar Meals. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. It's showing slapping too, but. Mm. One day. One day. One day. Hey, touch and agree. Hey. <laughs> you the closest person to touch. Touch and agree. Ooh. Pass it on. They're passing it. We're passing it around. Pass this around. Oh, yeah. All right. What else do y'all need? Oh, and I got some water. I also munched on some pizza provided by millions of dollars. Millions of dollars, okay. Um, And 
And um, I got more for the popcorn. Of course. Ooh, that's spicy. You know it. Spicy queso and the kettle corn. Because it's the right amount of spice. It's not too spice where I'm like, ah, I gotta, I gotta call it. It's just the right out. amount of flavor for it's me. Just, it just, oh boy. That's you know one of the ones like, when I, was, when I was sick, and I would take my cough medicine at night, I would get like, yeah, I, I could take the cough medicine. I don't even get it. Um, I could take the cough medicine and then, you know, go down, no problem. But I don't like the aftertaste being in my mouth, so I always like to have something to put in my mouth after, you know what I'm saying? Hello. So I would I would have some of them. Cause I was like, that's a lot of flavor. All I need is like one or two chips, and my mouth is, they don't taste no more medicine, you know what I'm saying? I saw you was not pleased with the sea salt the other day. <laughs> I was. It's just. You thought it was white. I thought it was white cheddar. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was white cheddar, because I literally, when I went in the QT, I was like, no, nah, I'm tired of white cheddar. I'm getting the sea salt. Because I hadn't had the sea salt in a minute. But I like it. But yeah, I like it. You see, my favorite toss so out eating kettle corn more. Kettle corn is my favorite. White cheddar. I like the kettle corn. White cheddar is good. But sour cream and onion is my second favorite. Y'all yeah, still have that one. Spicy queso is third. White cheddar is fourth. There's this one I had on the way back from New York. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was in a purple bag. I don't remember the cinnamon? name of it. it no, but it was like it was it was a spicy joint. You sent me a cinnamon one, didn't yeah, you? It's uh I forgot what it's called. <coughs> it was something. But it was I didn't try that too though. It was in a purple bag. That shit was good. Don't you hate when you got your phone and do not disturb and people see that it's in do not disturb because you know you make it to where can you see. can put it in do not disturb and then the motherfuckers still send you a text message? Like it tell you these person notifications are silence and they so the notification came through. So that means that they click notify anyway. <laughs> like nigga, that's rude. I don't want to be bothered. That's how you get blocked. What if it's an emergency? And I'm so glad that that person texted me because that's gonna lead right into our topic today. I have to apologize in advance, guys. I'm a little ornery right now. Oh, I saw these that. bitches done pissed me off. Oh, Every <laughs> motherfucking one of them, from the top perfect. to the bottom, from the rooter to the motherfucking tutor. Every last one of them done got on my goddamn nerves. Okay, other than my sister and close family, Mills ain't done nothing to me. Mills is cool, you know. But these other hoes out here, mm. God damn it, leave me alone. Okay. Let me explain something to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I love let, me, let me hit this blunt real quick first. Let me mellow out. <laughs> I saw that brother's story this morning. I said, oh, shit. It's like a consistent <laughs> pattern with multiple people at this fucking point. It'd be different if it was just one every now and then. But it's literally been like at least a solid two to three months where consistently motherfuckers are just... Not getting the fucking point. Mm. Well. Okay. Someone, uh, thank you. Alright, let me explain something to you here. Okay. Alright. I am a little bit differently wired than most people. Okay. I had my whole days. Everybody did. Okay. Yeah, Alright. Now, every now and then, you'll get a mail. Most males don't grow out of their whole phase unless they get in a relationship. Alright. Okay. Some guys, as long as they're single, they're going to be a hoe. <laughs> hey man, I said, hey. I said as long as you're single, you single. Hey. You know what I'm saying? That nigga said. That nigga said. 
I'm just saying. Hey, hey, he throw that shot. Well, you're not wrong. I mean, you don't have to yeah, say. I know, it. I know, I know. He, he, he is my protege, so there is a possibility he evolves out of this phase. You never know. Okay, but the path he's going on right now, I don't think he's trying to pull out no time soon. So hmm, might last for a while. So here's the thing. I've reached this phase in my life now mm-hmm. where I know pussy is available. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary. Yeah. I love sex. Don't get me wrong, I do. Hypothetically speaking, because I'm a virgin. Uh, but I if it. I had had sex, I would love to have it. You know what I'm saying? I love the plug. Too. It seems like, yeah, you see the, the plug to the face podcast? You know what I'm saying? If I, if I had it, it seems like something I would enjoy a lot, a lot. <laughs> but I am now at a point in my life where. I realize and have realized that if there is any type of emotion involved or feelings involved between the two parties, the sex cannot be casual, no matter how minuscule that is. No. All right. So with the, exactly. So once you start having the sex with just a minuscule amount of feelings, other than just the basic law of attraction of hey. You're hot. You look like you'd be a good fuck. You're hot. You look like you'd be a good fuck. Let's fuck together. All right, cool. <laughs> Other than that basic law, anything more than that, you start fucking and things are going to escalate because now your emotions are getting involved. You're, you're getting soul ties involved. Things of that nature that cause people to feel like they have to, you know, fuse spiritually and all that other shit. Fusion? Right? Hey. Uh, so, with me knowing that and being aware it's of that. Fusion. With me knowing that and being aware of that, I'm gotten to the point in my life where I'm not I'm just not fucking everybody. Because one, I've been emotionally damaged, like dealing like getting emotionally attached to someone from fucking, you know, simple as that, and then it not worked out, and I've been scarred for years after that. And I don't like the way that feels. And then two, I've also been the person who scarred people most for years and had to deal with the backlash of what that does to a person and friendships and how that reflects upon you and how sometimes you still got to deal with that person even though you've done that damage to them. Things of that nature. And I just don't like being in that position no more. So I'd rather save myself the headache. So, you know, growing up, you hear all these girls getting dogged out but they do as well. If you just don't want to be with me, why'd you come at me in the first place? So what do I do? I don't come at nobody. I don't be in nobody's DMs. I don't slide in nobody's DMs. I don't holler at nobody. I don't shoot my shot. I'm past the point of unsolicited dick pics unless I'm drunk. But the girls that get those dick pics are the ones that have been asking for them for, for a while. So it's not like I'm just sending them out to random people. All right. So, and I don't drink often. So like that don't happen no more. Right. So I don't push any boundaries. And when girls come at me and say, oh, I'm interested in you. I tell them, look, I'm not looking for nothing. I don't want to have sex. I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to do shit. Leave me. The fuck alone. That is the first statement I make to every girl that expresses interest in me. Leave me the fuck alone. Just like that. Leave me the fuck alone. I don't sugarcoat it. It's not paraphrased. Those are the exact words. Leave me the fuck alone. You think you're joking? I think it's hilarious. They do think I'm joking. And then you meet somebody who will quote to you verbatim how you're supposed to handle, how someone is supposed to handle me. They quote it so verbatim that you think they understand it and they do the exact fucking opposite of what they say. So I'm like, you know how to deal with me and are now choosing to do the opposite. What? What I told you. <laughs> I had this girl. I'm not going to call her a bitch because I got too much respect for her. All 
right? It used to be a time I wouldn't call no female bitch, but y'all bitches done pushed me to this point, all right? Uh, and I'm not saying all women are bitches, but the bitches I'm talking about are bitches, all right? Not this one. She's not a bitch. She's just annoying me right now. Okay, so. Yeah, I know. I'm to this point, Mills. I'm sorry you have to see me like this, all right? It's very rare for him. I love it. All right, so. Me too. Y'all saw it on the story today, on the close friend story today. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I need to add you to close friends. We on Instagram. I just don't be seeing your post that much. So I don't even think about it. I got you. Because I don't be on there like this, but I be on there like this. Turn up. Okay. <laughs> uh, that so, makes purpose, huh? It do. Yeah. I, I understood it. I understood it. You see, I ain't questioning. Yeah, yeah. So, on a, this is a, a homegirl texts me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, she tells me straight up. She's like, oh, if I send you anything wild or out of pocket, you know, uh, just ignore me because I'm drinking tonight with my sisters. I said, all right. I said, I mean, but I don't ever like, I said, I don't ever turn up on you like that. Anyway, she said, I know, but I still try to respect you and your wishes because we've had this conversation. Like, look, I'm not trying to progress nothing. I'm not at a point in my life right now where I want to progress anything with anybody. So I'm not progressing with nobody. Uh-huh. So I'm saying, so she says she's trying to respect that. Part of that conversation has been, hey man, if you keep throwing these little flirtatious sexual comments out there, you're only setting yourself up for failure because I'm never going to respond the way you want me to and then you're going to be the one with your feelings hurt. I tell her that every single time. She never listens. She ends up with her feelings hurt every single time. So, I told her that I was doing my 100-day semen retention thing that I do from time to time. All right. Uh, she, after telling me she wants to respect my wishes, she then asked me if my 100 days are up. And I said, nah. And she asked me, are your 100 days up? Does someone have dibs? And I said, no, my hundred days are not up yet. And she goes, well, does somebody have dibs? And I said, no, nigga, no dibs. I'm a free. And then she goes, I'm calling dibs. And I said, no, nigga, no fucking dibs. Just let shit happen. She goes, now, fuck that. I'm calling dibs. What happened to fucking respecting literally in like. Because she is in a way. How? She just let you know, like. When the hundred days is up, the hundred days is not what's stopping me from fucking her though, and she knows that. Well, that's your fault. That's her fault. Why is that fault? <laughs> because the situation is complicated. Like I said before, even when the hundred days are up, first of all, her feelings are way too invested. All right, there was a point in time where, when me and her first started communicating, she could have easily convinced me that she could detach the sex from the emotion. But at this point where we're at now, her feelings are way too invested. So there's not going to be any sex because I know I'm not trying to go into a relationship with nobody. And I know that me fucking her doesn't get detached. That's one of the biggest lies. Exactly. I've done it before with so many girls. Oh, you know, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want a relationship. I'm not trying to build anything. So, I, you know, we don't have to go this way if you don't want to. No, no I don't want anything either. So let's do it because I want to do it. And we do it. And then literally a week later, it's, oh, Where's this going? What are we? I, well, I told you what I was. I'm single. Okay? I don't know what you are because it's not my responsibility to know what the fuck you are. I just told you I don't want nothing out of this. And my thing is, I don't have the energy to focus on any type of relationship, love relationship right, right it's now. more important shit. Yeah, there's more important shit that my brain, my heart, my mind want to focus on. Does companionship sound nice? Yeah, it does. It does. But I can't give everything I want to it because... I put so much focus on it in my early 20s that I pushed so much other shit back and now I need to get that shit straightened out so I can be a fucking adult. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? And people don't seem to get that. But you know, if I if I if I give them what they want and stick penis in them, but then they still try and move in that relationship because I'm not budging on the relationship. You just got to be. It's literally got to be everything in my spirit has got to be telling me, yo, you need to ask this girl out for me to ask a girl out. Right. There's very few girls that make it past dating and into boyfriend and girlfriend stages with me because of the simple fact that I know I'm a difficult motherfucker to date. Right. I'm not you. You have to have the utmost patience with me because I am stubborn as a motherfucker. And I try and work on it while we're together. I catch myself a lot of times, but it's a lot of shit you're going to have to put up with. In a relationship with Rayhan. And I know that. With that being said, there's a lot of shit I gotta put up being in relationships with these other females too. And I also know that. And I know I'm not at the point right now where I can do that. Right. Cause I'm a spaz, I'm a snap, I'm gonna say something and I'm gonna be the bad guy. You already know I, I have a hard time holding my tongue as it is when I'm in a good mood. Yeah. <clears throat> when you're sober, when you're uh, when you're not sober, I Right. So it's just I try and do the nice thing because it's, oh, <laughs> if you're not interested in someone, don't pursue. <coughs> so I don't pursue. <clears throat> and then I get pursued consistently. Not to mention the other one who I straight out told, she asked me, I just don't know what you want. And I said, I want nothing. No friendship, no relationship, nothing. And has still texted me every day since then. Still? Still. It's been two weeks since I told her that. You be responding? Mm-mm. Oh, wow. She's been talking to herself in the messages. Well, I hope you had a good day. I know you're real busy. It'd be like that. Here's my... Oh, let, me, let me explain something to the people out here in podcast land. It'll give you guys a little insight on... on If you ever meet me in person, and let's say we bond, and you get my phone number, and we decide to be communicating as friends, let me give you a little hint on how you progress in the friendship column or outside of the friendship column of Rayhan. I don't want to text anybody every day, all day. Let me break that down for what that means. That doesn't mean that you can text me all day as long as it's not every day. And it doesn't mean you can text me every day as long as it's not all day. I don't want to talk to you every day and I don't want to talk to you all day. They're separate and combined. Leave me the fuck alone. There's your clip. There's your clip. Way to get it out, brother. Way to get wow. it out. Nobody. There's nobody. There have been people. You feel better? I, slightly. I would feel more There's better. More. I would more. feel better if they got it, but they never fucking get it. No. The thing I try, and this is, it's all about how I, I try and break things down for people because they say I'm not the most open person. So I try and break it down how I process things in my head. It doesn't always come out the best out of my mouth, but I try. So we're going to try it here, all right? <laughs> I like things to progress naturally. There have been people in my life at times where I have literally and legitimately wanted to talk to them every day, all day. I can say names. Amber, I dated her for fucking almost four years. Five and Exactly. <laughs> and we talked, we dated for eight months. And she told me in the first date that she was celibate. And I said, that's fine. I respect that wholeheartedly. And we spent that first eight months really getting to know each other. Like, really getting to know each other. And it was when I saw that my interest in learning about her was on the same, or her interest in learning about me was on the same level as my interest in learning about her, that's what made me want to get closer to her. 
Because you, so many times you get in these relationships and one party is really into the other party a whole lot more than, than, than the other. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. And there needs to be an equal balance. And I like things to progress naturally. So a way for that to work is, hey, you know what? If, I t- if we're talking, why does the majority of the conversation, at what point does the conversation switch from you to, hey, how are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Right. How's your day going? It was a girl I dated. Not gonna say names on this one. Get in the car. I'll go pick her up. Get in the car, and she go, "How was your day?" And I'd say, "Oh, my day was. Uh, it was kind of cool." And then she, "Oh, that's good. Let me tell you what happened to my day before I even tell her what happened. Just you know, so was that. And then go talking about her stuff. We never get back to my day. You see what I'm saying? Wow. I ask her all this stuff about her and learning about her. Never once asked me none of that. About me? Not at all. She, she wanted to be invited to hang out with friends and family and do all this stuff and learn all this stuff about me, but didn't even take the time to ever ask me, hey, how'd your mom die? That's the person. Yeah, like, talk to me. Learn me. Because once I feel like you're here for me, then I'll invite you around everybody else. The girl that I was referring to in the text messages, the first set of text messages. We're cool. That's my homie. There's a possibility it turns into something down the line if she would just chill the fuck out. So, she already met my, my sister and my dad because she was real chill up to that point. Right. She was chill after that point for a while. That trip to Florida really fucked it up. Um, oh, I could have told you that. <laughs> Buddy. Okay, listen. But, Tackle drop down the hip toss. So, my thing is, like, if I feel like... <coughs> I don't like to feel like I'm being forced into doing something like, oh, when am I going to meet your parents? When I feel like I want you to meet my parents, that's when. And nothing you're going to say is going to make me change the date of when I decide I want you to meet my parents or my family. You see what I'm saying? And there's so many times you get in these relationships and like not all women, but a lot of these girls are so gung ho to fall in love and get married and have somebody to be spend the rest of their life with that they try and force everything to happen so much faster so they're just like oh well we've been dating for two months when am I gonna meet your pops I don't know a lot of motherfuckers don't meet their own damn dad for 18 years why are you in such a rush (laughs) that was excessive I knew my father I did too he was there Mm -hmm. but it's just like uh, my thing is I'm dating obviously to find somebody to marry and in my head, the marriage, I would like to last for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So if I'm spending the rest of my life in you, what is the fucking rush? Right. You want to run out of everything there is to know and learn about each other in the first three to four months and then sit here for the rest of our lives just looking at each other dumb? Join book clubs and shit? I don't want to join a fucking book club. <laughs> I read, but on my own time. I don't want to be like, oh, we got to be by chapter 13 by next week. Bitch, I'm on chapter one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, don't like that. Don't, like don't, that. Just, don't tell me how to move. I'm going to move on my pace. I got other shit to do, okay? <laughs> Millie, you in a big club? No. Okay, I was just wondering. All right. <laughs> I, ain't you... this, I ain't had to do that since my mother used to force us to do that during the summer. Is that like... At what point in time do people just be like, you know what, be real cool if I join a book club? Like just kids. a hobby or something to do for real sometimes. It's I mean, conversation. It's conversation? Right. Yeah. They're like big books. I guess it's kind of like joining like a forum about something that you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but just in person. Yeah, yeah. basically. That's interesting. Kayla Braxton is in a book club. She's turned into a whole nerd. I love her. Yeah, she doesn't get on my nerves. <laughs> she also doesn't know me. So that's yeah, I was just gonna why. say. <laughs> um, there's a few. There's a handful of females that aren't related to me uh, that have are just gonna always be chef's kiss to me, top notch. Uh, that I actually know uh, because they just they for some reason they fucking get it. Now, unfortunately, most of those females are in relationships, so I can never date them, which is, just fucking sucks. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, but at least they get it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. One of the girls, me and her were talking. We used to talk. It's just, she, she lived in another state. And in my head, I was like, shit, long distance is kind of rough. And, yeah. you know, I'm still trying to get some things straightened out here. So yeah. I don't think that I don't even want to put you through that because I already know it's just going to be stressful. She was like, Boy, oh. howdy. Mm-hmm. It is not easy. Y'all know. See? So, not easy. I just, I told her, like, yo, it is what it is. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Now, see, here's the thing. I People don't seem to get with me. And I completely, like, I'm like, this is where you guys are losing the understanding part on my end. She went and started dating somebody else. I'm not mad about that. Mm-hmm. Because I had an opportunity and told her no. So, like... I can't be mad that she's like, all right, well, I'm not waiting around for you. Right. How selfish would that be? No, by all means, go live your life. And that's why I be trying I, to... I respect that move 100%. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to right. tell. That's why yeah, these that's other it. girls, I tell them, like, yo, don't wait around for me. Go live your life. And if we make our way back to each other when I'm ready to date, then good. We can go from that route and see but how don't, things go. Don't, don't just sit here. Because I'm telling you, first of all, first and foremost, if you're waiting around on me, I'm not coming. Yeah. Good to me. Hello. Well, that then... I'm just saying because I don't, I don't like. There's 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 a lot of things I don't like. I don't like feeling like I'm being chased, mm-hmm. and I and that's that's physical animal metaphorical sense. I don't like being chased. Period. Uh, <laughs> and then secondly, oh, I see who Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. That was in my head. Movie come out next week. But uh, listen, if it was Fred, shit, hey, tickets. Day after my birthday. If um, it was Fred, you know what you could have done. You got a bathroom? Just go pee. Okay, you know it. you got pee. Appreciate you it. Good. Don't you stop that. <laughs> Fred, but stop it. I also don't like feeling like somebody is obsessed with me. Oh, God. And that's the thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. And that's the thing. So when I tell you, hey, no, don't do this. I don't want this right now. Leave me alone. And you consistently do it, it starts to feel like an obsession. And when it starts to feel like an obsession, I'm turned off completely. It's weird. It's weird, exactly. I don't want to feel like... It's weird. Smothering me. Right. What is your life really about? Like, seriously. Like, my thing... You put too much pressure on me. You don't need me, but it feels like you need me. That's the way you make it feel. That's what you're acting like. You put it like... Get out of here. Well, I'm just saying, like, boy, 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 and you gonna like you gonna fuck it up, and we not even gonna be friends because I'm be like, yo, we can't talk at all because you don't know how to stop crossing lines. Burrito. I try to give a chance, give a chance, give a chance. She texts me like, oh, you didn't respond to hurt my feelings. I shouldn't have did that. I know that was. I'm glad you understand where you messed up. I don't ever say, no, nah, you good. I'm glad you understand where you messed up. She don't understand what she messed up. She do it again. 
I know she knows. She just hoping one day she get a different reaction. She would if she would chill. I mean, I'm she hoping like one day she do something. She'd be like, you know what? And the thing is, so like her homegirl had a crush on me. Oh. And she was doing oh, the yeah. same thing. And she was literally telling her, like, yo, you got to chill. If you keep pressing in him, person. it's going to push him off. She told her homegirl not to do it. And then she's doing the same thing she told her homegirl not to do. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, she understands. She's just not. People think they're ex- the exception. And I don't like you feeling like you're the exception. I will let you know when you're the exception. Right. But as of right now, nobody is an exception. Right. At all. I don't talk to Yaya every day. He'll get in the chat sometimes and I'll read the message, but I don't always respond to what niggas be saying in these chats. It's like 50 million fucking chats. I don't talk to L every day. I don't talk to my own daddy in the same every day. We stay in the same house. Oh, wow. I talk to my mother every day. That's beautiful. I didn't talk to my mom every day when she was alive. I don't, I literally, my whole life have never, I do not want to talk to anybody every day or all day. It's like a forced thing. Like she makes a point to call me every day. <laughs> my mom used to too. I would just ignore. Hey, you, you know what? I can. Yeah, I know. You I know can. what? Well, I know you can now. She writes no, my shit now too. Yeah. No, so. it doesn't matter. You can't ignore it. Oh. You're gonna complain about it. Oh yeah. Oh, you know. Oh, your of course. Your only mother. Your only mother. <laughs> I can't remember now. Well, look. Now you call her. No, no, no. You, then you, then you, call you, her you back. ignore the message and you call her back and she's like, oh, now I exist. Now I'm alive. Oh, okay. This is like a legit thing for y'all family. Yeah, they know. Yo, mommy will make you feel like you go out of town to wrestling. You don't even call your mother. (laughs) A whole storm came through. No call from you. Oh my god, I'm on the road. What are you? Yo, that's wild. That is what if a guilt trip me into some shit? She'll be like, "Oh, so you can't answer the phone? What if? What if it's an emergency? What if one of us fell down or something like that, or or did something? My pops, my pops, doing it now too. He talking really? about some. Anytime your parents call, you pick up the phone. Okay, what you doing? I said, "What if I'm busy? What if I'm in a studio session? Anytime your parents call, <laughs> you need to pick up the phone. It could be an emergency. I don't care what you're doing. I'm like, hey. I see." My family is just odd, I guess. They learned at a very young, at a very young age for me that I was an asshole. So they just, they, they, no. no guilt trips don't work on me. Like my mom tried it the first, the first apartment I had, she tried it for like a week. She called, I told her, she called me the first day I moved out. Or they came over the first day I moved out. Gave them a hug, love you, thank you for buying me a brand new bed, set as a moving in a present, things like that. Uh, just a couple of things I'd like to let you guys know. One, don't come by here every day. Don't come by here unannounced. And don't call me every day. That's yep. exactly what I said. I said, that's just, y'all know how it is. And they're like, all right. And that first week, my mom called me every day. I didn't answer her phone call once. I went to dinner on Sunday. And she goes, I shouldn't let you eat. So she didn't answer the phone. And my dad goes, now, he told you when we left that apartment, <laughs> don't call him every day. And you called see, him every day. See, my dad will do that sometime. But the other time, he'll be like, no, I'm with Warden on this one. Probably because so, he'll be by himself with, with Warden. So either. Uh, well, I don't got this issue. Parents are divorced. I thought enough. They don't 
That's facts. You got a weird. Say what's your damn thing. They don't talk to y'all. They talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Right. When they get mad at us. When they're oh. late. Oh, okay. Both of them do it. It's hilarious. Your mother told me. Your mother told me. That's Zaka High E. I relate to Friday so much for that one scene. Big word, big snake. I don't give a damn. Your mother told me. That's wild. Yeah, I never experienced that. Um, Now your mother told me you told a teacher to suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Suck what? That's a, that's, a, that's a true story right I just thought letting you watch that shit, huh? That's a true story right there. I got in trouble with Victor for doing it. I got in trouble with Northwest for it, too. <laughs> they tried to tell us we couldn't watch it no more. They was like, uh, like banning us from watching. They was like, well, you guys can't watch that anymore. Like, they live at home with me. Like, they control my remote or some shit, nigga. Fucking it was cold. Monday, so you know what I was going on to watch that night. Fucking cold, bro. Come on, yep. dog. You can't control what I watch at the house. It was 06, too. Oh, that's oh. where I'm at right Woo! now. That's where I'm at right now. I'm about to be a Cyber Sunday. Oh, I'm on December to December. Woo! I paused it on uh, Hardy's and Eminem. I'm in the way out. Yo, <laughs> oh, 05. Oh, 05, baby. He moving. He oh, moving. Five, he moving. He a year behind. Well, a year and a half. Well, almost two for me. Uh, yeah, he's going to be 07. Yeah. Oh, my. I'm on the last pay-per-view of the year. They oh. had three pay-per-views back-to-back weekends. Mm-hmm. It was uh, fucking Cyber Sunday. No, No Mercy Cyber Sunday. Oh, so four. No Mercy, Cyber Sunday, Survivor Series, and fucking um, uh, yeah. December to December. It's literally been every week. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. You had to be rich to watch all four of these. That's $60. 60 apiece. Every one. Like, that's four. That's $240. That's quick math right there. Yeah, math I ain't got. I don't know how I graduated. Because I'm gifted. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ain't never studied for a test in school. Like, never. Turn up. Like, even like fucking Some people EOGs got. and EOCs and finals. Never studied. I just was like, Same. why? If I fail, I fail. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to fail because I knew the content. I just was lazy. No, I didn't. I didn't. Like, because to me, like, some stuff was stick. But after a while, I'd just be like, if I don't know about now, I just ain't going to get it. We've been going over this for three weeks now. My parents used to be so I mad. I got to be in this class. Fuck, I'm studying for it. I know it. They used to be mad because I failed geometry. Not because I didn't know it. It's because I didn't do the homework. Wow. That's how it be. I took the final. And they took the final. They were like, oh, you got to show your work. All right. I want to show my work. But I answered all the questions. I got 100. If you check the answers, you got 100. But I didn't show my work, so he yep. failed me. That's that match. That's it. Like, he, was like, show your work. he was like, you didn't show your work, Mr. Winston. So I got to show my work. I got the answer right. <laughs> make sure you're not cheating. And he was like, well, he said, I need to make sure. He said that. I said, you can give me another test, and I, you can watch me the whole time. He said, well, you can just show your work. I don't need to show my work. I got the answer right. I already got the answer. I don't need to show you how I got there. Explain to me what I said. If I can give you another reason to prove I'm not cheating, why do I have to show my work? And as a kid growing up, that was what my parents started to understand. You could convince me not to do something as long as you made it make sense to me. Don't just tell me not to do it or tell me to do it. Yeah. Give me a logical reason why I need to do it. Right. 
the correct answer from my geometry teacher that he didn't learn that year, but he learned next year was, this is helping your problem-solving skills. So I need to make sure that you're going around the right steps to solve a problem. Right. He figured it out the second year, and I did all my showing work. I was like, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, just explain it to him. Don't just tell me to do something. And then I almost got suspended because I almost hit him. Because he was like, you didn't have to go through this class a whole other year if you would have just showed your work last year. And I said, I should punch the shit out of you. That's exactly what I said to him. And I was thinking about it, but I didn't do it. This nigga was a menace, bro. I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah. This is, I, some teachers I know definitely remember me like a French teacher because I got drunk in high school and threw a temper tantrum in her class while I was drunk because somebody pushed me. So I like, like, I didn't like cuss her out. I literally like broke down and was like, who fucking pushed me? Started flipping tables and shit. <laughs> Oh, you were that guy. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, we had a few of them at the gym. <laughs> she was like, Mr. Winston, go to the office. I was like, okay. As soon as I find out who pushed me, you send them up here too. I got some words for them. <laughs> who pushed me? Oh, <laughs> exactly how it was. Wow. <clears throat> and then what it was was nobody had actually pushed me. I literally just tripped over my shoelaces. <laughs> My homeboy Wesley saw the whole thing. He was like, yeah, ain't nobody touching me. <laughs> he was also the one who gave me alcohol, too, though, so fuck him. I mean, he's my homeboy. That's still my nigga. I love Wesley. That's my dude. Wow. He got a kid now. He be drawing and shit. And this is Not drawing. In high school, he's supposed to be learning. Getting drunk. I didn't need to learn. I knew what I needed to know. <laughs> Being a delinquent. I wasn't having sex, though. I smoked cigarettes twice because it's peer pressure and white girls, but... Wow, that's a problem now. That's all that was around. The black girls that were the black girls that were with us in our group all dated white boys. So the only thing that was left was white women. No, there were black girls that dated black guys too. I just wasn't really all the black girls you wanted dated white dudes. No, I would have dated the black girls that dated black guys too. They just didn't want to date me. I wasn't really. The coolest person in high school. It's kind I'm of a, not surprised. Kind of a dork. <laughs> like, still an asshole, but just a dork. <laughs> like, it makes it worse. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> not good. I was funny as hell, though. So that's why everybody... I never got... Like, I mean, I got picked on the first couple of years in middle school. After a while, people started figuring out, yeah, he like to use weapons. Leave him alone. Wow. Yeah. So... One time I got picked on was like after 9-11. This one guy called me reggae the first day in sixth grade. And I choked him out. Long. Yeah. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> 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 he, said, he said, That's what he said. That's what he said. What's your name? I said, Ray Han. He said, Ray Gay. Gay Ray. And I just looked at him because I didn't know what gay meant at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Reggae liked the music? I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so I went to band class. And I was singing the band, and he was like, What's up, Gay Ray? I said, I thought you said it was reggae. <laughs> and then somebody was like, you gay? I said, what the fuck is gay? He was like, you like dudes? I said, hell no. He said, he said you like dudes. I said, huh? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and he was sitting down, tuning up his fucking saxophone, and I walked up right behind him. I said, bitch, I don't like no motherfucking dudes. Choked him and went straight to the ground. Teach had to come get me. There's nothing wrong with being gay. I Ain't nothing wrong with being gay, but you don't just go around accusing people of being gay just for the fun of it. You see what I'm saying like that? Yeah. 
And I mean, I went to an art school. Our school was known for yeah. homosexuality. Like, they was, like, and it wasn't that I, like, if someone confuses me for being gay, that's, it is what it is. I do have a lot of feminine mannerisms at times. I get it. I understand. There have been gay guys who come to me and like, are you gay or straight? I'm, I'm straight. But I'm comfortable. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, that's the Secure. thing. Secure. Mm-hmm. Hello. So, it's like, but also at the time, keep in mind, I was still very deeply involved in church because... I'm what, eleven years old. So you know they're preaching. Oh, it's a sin. It's a sin. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. So then he called me gay. I'm like, I'm not going to hell. Yeah, I'm about to say something. Yeah, you were going to hell. Oh, that's how you talked about it. Yeah, I was still in the cult at the time. You know. Yeah. Um, Young, young bull. Young, yeah, young bull. I was youth music and drama team. Rayhan, yes. Yeah. So heavy in the church. Niggas probably chaperoning me. About to be. But a couple years later, a couple years later, not too much further. So when uh, did you realize it was actually a cult? Um, when I was in high school. What but, made it like clear? Like what was like damn? Um, I I said it out loud as a joke, and then I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so you started your own world. <laughs> yeah. So then you try and like. You know, so this is a cult. You try and feign ignorance, and I feigned ignorance for a long ass time. It was like, not that I was sipping the Kool Aid, because I was still a motherfucker that was always getting in trouble at church. Because literally, literally, even when I when he was because I was, not. yeah, I'd be singing on stage Sunday, but the night before I'd be in the club, like nigga, da- dancing with people. Nigga, he had us turn. He had the kids turn. He was up there doing the Soldier Boy. Yeah, and shit. Soldier Boy on Sunday morning service. On Sunday morning. Oh shit! Oh yeah, nigga. Had the whole church like forty five hundred people just doing boom, 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 boom. the soldiers going crazy. Like ah! Oh. I was like, yeah, we got it. We praise was turned up. Turned up, dude. Pastor Gould was all, yeah. This is looking Rayhan. He gonna be a leader in the ministry one day. You see that? You see that? <laughs> and then this fucking snitch, bitch Sally. Oh, uh, fucking, <laughs> fucking Sally the slut. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, I said it. Fuck you, Sally. Uh, wow. I do not like her. Not at all. At all. I never have. She's one of my sister's friends growing up, and you know how your sister, like, every now and then, somebody in your family get a friend, and you just be like, that person ain't shit, and you yeah. can tell it from Jump Street. Yeah. From the from the like, moment I met Sally, I knew she wasn't shit, and nobody wanted to believe me. And throughout the years, she's proved to every single one of the motherfuckers that was hanging around her, vouching for her that she ain't shit. But these motherfuckers still keep bringing her ain't shit ass around. Keep her away from me. My brother invited her to this fucking gender reveal. And she came talking to him. Hey, boo, that's a bitch. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's been dragging that for a long time. She know I don't like her, so now she's trying to make it seem like we're going to get married. I will murder you. Wow, I know that. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Leave me the fuck alone. What'd I say? Leave me the fuck alone. Leave me the fuck alone. Leave me alone. But yeah, you know, you know. uh, She snitched. So then when we went to practice the next week, he sat me and the guys that I taught the dance to down and made us sit out for two services. Did y'all get paddled? We were adults. I would have whooped his ass. <laughs> yeah, they were Pastor, no, Pastor. You ain't hit me with no fucking paddle at fucking 21 years old. I will beat you. ass. it over. Wow. 
Yeah, now that's what we too? Hmm? So she was in the pub too? Right at that time she was, but she was sleeping with Barry Ben. But we ain't gonna get into that. She's still on that. But well, yeah. allegedly, allegedly. Ain't knew no knew alleged. No, that ain't alleged. She knew the dance. She knew it was a she knew the soldier boy wasn't a Christian dance. She told him it was a secular she, dance. Cause she be listening to music and shit too. So then she should be in trouble too. Exactly. That's exactly what I said. I said, so how she know it was a secular dance pass? She said, that's not important. Yes, it is important. Yes, it is. Very important. It's just as important as you chastising me for listening to it and doing it in service to get your crowd, your dead crowd, amped up on Sunday morning. Mm. Mm. Wouldn't have to do that if they actually felt the spirit they was claiming to feel, but whatever, we ain't gonna get into that. Right, right, amen. Moving on. <laughs> Yo. What's up? Does Magic School Bus really get the love it deserves? No, it does not. No, it does not. Uh-uh. I started watching it again the other day, and I was like, this shit was actually really good, yeah, bro. It was lit. 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 Yeah. But a lot of the PBS shows don't get the love they deserve, though. No. Everybody, don't get me wrong, I love Arthur, but everybody always glorifies Arthur and forget there's other good shows other than just Arthur mm-hmm. from PBS. Like Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dragon Girl. <laughs> Fucking hand. Between the Lions, that was my shit. Let's go Between the Lions is crazy. Uh, what else is on there? Uh, what's the story, Wishbone? That was my shit. I used to love that little dog. Cyber Chase. Was Cyber Chase on there? Cyber Chase was on PBS, yeah. yeah. That was good. Uh, Zoom. Zoom was on come there. On in, Zoom, come on, on in. Zoom, come on, on in. Zoom, come on in. That's not bad in a big blue house. No, that's not. That's not that's, what's that? That's on PBS. That's, that's that was Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. That was my show, though. Lil Bill was Nickelodeon too, wasn't he? Yeah. Was was out of the box PBS? What was that on? You know, they'd be like, "So long, farewell no. to you, my friend." That was my show too. That's when we got rich. We got cable. <laughs> what was Gullah Gullah Island on? That was on a cable. Gullah Gullah Island? Because I can only watch it over the... Yeah, it was on Nick. I can only watch it over the summer when we were in Georgia. Georgia? We didn't have cable in Charlotte. Um, Georgia. That was a good show, though. I love Gullah Gullah Island. Let's all go to Gullah Gullah Island. Uh... <clears throat> What show was this song? Uh, did y'all remember the song Skin Memory? Dinky Dink, Skin Memory. What show was that? I knew Millie should know it, yeah. yeah. I, was like, I, was, I, was, I was like, that's Millie right there. I, I can feel see like. it, but I can't. Somebody just shared that song, and I was like, what is this fucking from? I remember it. It's like on the tip of my tongue, but I still can't figure out. I'll probably Google it, but I don't know how to spell Skin Memory. You just sing it. Can you do that now? Yeah. I'm turning up my track when I get off the podcast. Yeah. He's I'm probably him. I love you in the morning, in the afternoon. That was my shit. Before my time. I love you. Before my time. Hey, he, he get love, but that's my shit is still by the builder. Can we fix it? By the building. Yay! Yes. My nigga Bob. No. You know, one of my favorite shows growing up was Girl in the Big Blue Couch. Ooh. She had 
and clap on the floor. Mm-hmm. And she's tick, tick, tick. Han Molly. Yeah. That was a good show. That was a good show. That was a good show. Never really got into Teletubbies like that. It wasn't really my thing. Well, that was how I got shit. It was just weird. I'm a weird nigga. Maybe it's a generation thing. It's a generation thing. Did y'all watch Pajamas and Pajamas? Because that was my no, shit. No, that was my shit. That was my shit. Pajamas and Pajamas are coming down the stairs. That sounds so familiar, but I can't. Get it a was picture two of fucking giant bananas in pajamas. Blue white pajamas, pinstripes. I do remember that goofy ass shit. It was the most ridiculous fucking show to me, but I love that shit. Oh man, they should make Barty Barty into like a horror movie. I think that'd be interesting. No, let's not do that. They already released some documentary on that shit. Let's not do that about the dark side of it. Well, yeah, I know. Let's not do that. Why not? Don't do that to me. Are you a Barney fan, girl? That was my shit. Shout out Sesame Street. Right. Oh, what? He was like big about eating people. They're dinosaurs. Go to sleep. Just hold it down. Hold it down. I don't think that'd be dope. Barney uh, and baby Bob eating people. I'm sorry. <laughs> Were they eating the kids? Yeah. And the parents. Eat them all. Start the kids, though. Fucking kids. Eat them out the way. Oh. Yeah. I believe the children are our future. Eat the children and they have no future. <laughs> Wish them bad <laughs> Can't let them lead the way if they did. Yikes. Yeah, that's yeah, you're wild. I'm telling you, all the little kids will pump up kicks, you know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> wow. Reading Rainbow. Wow. That's a good show. Banger. Yeah. Banger. That nigga's- <laughs> Reading Rainbow. Rainbow. <laughs> That's my fucking song, though. I ain't gonna lie. It's a bop. I don't know why it's a bop, but it's a bop. It's a bop. That's why I had to sample it. I was like, yo, I had to sample this thing. This song's about a school shooting. It's excessive. It's wild. Did you know that? You heard the song? All the other kids with the pumped up kicks better run, better run. I'm running my gun. All the other Yeah, it's, it's about a school wow. shooting. You listen to the verse, and I'm like, "Oh no, this is literally about a school shooting." It's, it's Somebody, very dark. the other day, I was breaking down a smooth criminal to someone, and Desi goes, "This shit's about a fucking murder." I yes. said, "Yes." The blood stains on the yeah, car. Literally, the whole song is describing a murder scene. I thought she was having a period. I can't. Re- Honestly, a lot of Mike's songs, I'd be like, what is he saying? I don't know, but I Sometimes I got to go read the lyrics. I ain't going to lie to you. He I, I never words. read the lyrics. I try to, I try to, because sometimes, as I get older, listen to a song, sometimes I'm like, oh, that's what he's saying. Okay. Yeah, I hear it on some of them. Like, Thriller just made sense to me from Jump Street. Yeah. It's uh, getting shit out of me. <laughs> it took me a while to be okay to watch that. I mean, the whole thing is just that nigga trying to get some buns. Right. Of course, always. Literally, the whole point of the movie. And also, love Michael Jackson. Music is great. That man is a fucking menace. He's a disrespectful menace. He's disrespectful as fuck. He tried to steal a king's wife. <laughs> Pharaoh's <laughs> wife, sorry. Black king. Still the Pharaoh's wife. He was there first. And tried to, well, he wasn't there. If she didn't say I do to him, well, I guess she did. That was, that was his old flame. Yeah. Motherfucker stalked the girl on the way making me feel. I don't care what nobody said. In 2022, he would have got canceled. For sure. She said no once. Michael, go away. No. Motherfucker stalked until she changed her mind. Right. Yeah. See what I'm saying? 
That's y'all called, know? That's called applying pressure. Exactly. Oh, boy. Can't, yeah, no, no. can't apply that type of pressure. <laughs> See, that's, that's that's too. Too, yeah. Can't apply that type of pressure. Cancel. Depends you on what it is. You gotta go back to 2006. Cancel. Rayhan would follow me down a dark alley after I said no. He's oh, done. I'm done. Big spooky black. Come down the alley. <laughs> Not big spooky black. Mm. Shannon Sharp, that's how he sound like how he look. Yes. Very he sound like a country nigga. Skip too. Yes. <laughs> Stephen A. Stephen A. Yes. yes. Most Some of people just sound, you, it's, it's weird to say, but if you know, you know, you understand. Or you sound like you look. It's not like an insult. Look. You sound like you look. But what, what I look like? Hold up. Tell me. Like what? Start a fight in New York, nigga. You sound like you look. What do you mean? It's the way you say it. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck that's supposed to be, nigga? Nigga, you sound like you look. <laughs> like what? Good. Like, you know what I'm saying? We are recording, ma'am. Oh shit, son. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> your hands. I forgot I was on the clock. Yeah, you got six, six minutes. Oh, Thank I'm gonna wait for no, I'm just saying that's how much time before it's gonna cut us off. Uh, uh, oh. You're not rushing us. The timer is. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I had this tray. Warden threw it out. Oh, that's Damn. A perfect time for what did the warden do? What did she do? What, what, did, what did she do? She's been on this kick lately to call me over for every little thing. Like when the what storm happened or whatever. Since do? the storm was happening, she was like, she was. Wait. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? She was like, uh, I need you to bring me some water, uh, some water and eggs. And I was like, alright, cool, storm. So I got you. I bring the water over there. It's a whole case of water on the floor. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why did you make it seem like y'all didn't have any water at all? Oh, I just didn't feel like going to get it. What? What made you think I wanted to go get it in the storm? You didn't. That's why she didn't ask you. She just told you to go get it. No, she was like, oh, can you, can you do this? No, like real real guilt trip type. Like, can you, uh, so-and-so, so-and-so, so I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. There she goes. That's how Gotta save the day. <laughs> like, okay, I got you, Lot. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got you. Now I'm dead. I mean, we got a lot of rain from that little hurricane. We did. Yeah. I wasn't here. I was on. I was on the news. We know where you were. We, we know, know where you were. Stinking it up. 
Uh, first of all, in a good way. You took the bathroom off at least once. I know you did. I did. I grabbed my house. I know you did. Boy, <laughs> you only lived there for two days. You couldn't hold that long. Boy, now nah, after I ate that plate, I had two plates actually. Wow. <laughs> hey, you just rubbing in that you didn't bring meals, no food back, and you had two plates? That's wild. That's crazy. Yeah. After she just bought you pizza, too. That's crazy. crazy. And then Brian was like, I'm not eating meat right now. I was like, I'll take that. I was like, oh. Why you not eating meat? What's wrong? I think I'm going to start doing that. I don't know. Why something got to be wrong? Ain't nothing wrong. Everything right. Nigga, what? Her snicker. What the hell just happened? That's how you do when you see gonna end it. Mm-hmm. Like, shh. Exactly. We don't need to keep going. You don't even know what to do no more, see? I do know what to do. Pass this. Mm. Booyaka. Booyaka. I'm about to go. We get finished. I'm going home. I'm getting on my PlayStation. Oh, what you playing right now? Arkham City. Mm. Oh, wow. I just beat Arkham Asylum. Literally, right before I came here. Where? Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I finished watching Gotham. I was like, damn, I want to play the Arkham series again. And I just forgot that Gotham Knights comes out in like three weeks. She's going to be five. So I was like, shit, let me get through these games. I got all of them on PlayStation. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Origin, I got the Arkham and City Arkham Knight. On Xbox. Word. When I found out they had like, remastered and shit and put it on the one, I was like, okay, let me go ahead and grab it. That's what I did, I did it on the PS4. I was like, oh, they remastered it? Yep, get all these. Let me go ahead and grab it. So I started playing through them last week. I had to stop for a second because my controller was drifting. The joystick or the analog stick. I took that bitch to GameStop. He was like, let me see how many points you got. He was like, shoot, if you trade in your old controller, we can cash in some of these points. You ain't even got to pay nothing. I said, bet. I'll be right back. Yeah, say less. <laughs> say less. My blue one. I got me a blood controller, red joint. That shit played perfectly. And then he put the warranty on that bitch. So if it break within a year, I can go back and get another one for free. He got me that new controller. I beat that game in a day and a half after he got it. I said, all right, bet. Good to go. And now we can play Arkham City in peace. That was the part where I had to go in the Killer Crocs lair and you can't move too fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was shit. If you move too fast, he go pop up each. <laughs> you gotta walk slow, but the motherfucking mm-hmm. controller just drift with his own. So me trying to go slow is me going fast. So I was like, I can't do this part with this broken ass controller. I'll be pissed. Just wait. Yeah, it's I was just... like, wait. The motherfucker told me I can get the controller without paying nothing as long as I brought the trade in. And I was like, I'll be right back. You literally eight minutes up the road. Yeah, I'm down Right back. I'd have been right back. You wasn't playing. You was back in 20 minutes. I said, I'm going to be minutes up the road. Right. Control it right there. I know where it was at. I was just playing. Suck right. The only way anyway. it would take longer if, you, if Pops would have caught you. I started talking. He tried. I kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what you doing? I said, I'll see you later. Close the door. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in for another <laughs> jam-packed episode of your favorite weekly oh, episodic podcast. Hi, dedicated speaking. <laughs> this is your sign. 
On behalf of all of us here, as always, I am the toxic as fuck virginal Rayhan on Tess. To my left, as always, he is the last son, the Giga Giga Gifted One, capital G. Yeah, yeah. To his left, as always, Mr. Sweet Daddy, a.k.a. Kurt, a.k.a. L.U. Too Nasty, a.k.a. It's too nasty. too nasty. And on behalf of our honorary guest, mess, host, guest host, what is host? Guest host? Yeah. Honorary guest host, Million Dollar Mills. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Hypothetically Speaking. This is your sign. We will see y'all next time. Bye, niggas.